0: Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 11, and I'm drinking Zwack Unicum. Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur has been created for me to drink more. I love spirits, and thus this podcast allows me to dust off some bottles in the liquor cabinet, grab new interesting ones in the liquor store, and try them out. So whether or not you're a new listener or been with me from the start, you should expect that I'll be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. I decided to feature Zwack on this episode because I first read about it in the book Amaro by Brad Thomas Parson, which is excellent if you've not read it. It's a great overview of commercially available Amaro in the United States at the time it was published, which I think is about 2016, 2017, so it's still quite current, but it gives you a good overview of bitter and bittersweet liqueurs. The description of Zwack in the book was intriguing to me, and it also helped that it was only 20 bucks at my local liquor store, and so I decided to give it a try. The first time I had Zwack was from a bottle I purchased for my birthday where I got a selection of liquors and liqueurs that I really wanted to try based on some of the reading I'd done. Zwak was in that group, and I had shared a photo with a few friends of mine and texted it to him. And a particular friend of mine, John, who used to live in Hungary, he replied to me via text, You bought effing (laughs) Unicum. And then he followed it up uh, very shortly after with, What do I need to do to get some of that? So I shared that first bottle with my friend, John. But uh, before I get too much further ahead, what is Zwak Unicum? In simple terms, Zwack is an Amaro, which is a bitter or bittersweet liqueur. Uh, Specifically, it's a Hungarian herb liqueur. One of the very notable things about Zwak Unicum is the bottle shape. It is a little round bottle. It is 750 milliliters, so the bottle I've got is kind of the standard fifth. It is 40% alcohol by volume, making it 80 proof. And as I mentioned, I paid about $20 for it here in my home state of Oregon. But the bottle itself, it's dark green and it is kind of like a cartoon cannonball. It's just round and it fits nicely in your hand and has a kind of a stubby short neck with a very bright red metal cap. And on the front of the bottle is a gold cross in a red field. All right, so let's open this thing up and give it a taste. Good old screw cap. In the glass, color-wise, Zwack is kind of a dark toffee color. It is clear, not cloudy. Some Amaros are cloudy, but this one is not. Uh, It is, however, dark, which is typical. It also has, uh, of course, pronounced alcohol tears or the legs on the inside of the glass as you swirl it, which is to be expected, seeing as it is 80 proof. On the nose, it's very herbaceous, but there's a citrus forwardness to it also. I get uh, some some sweetness to the to the nose of it and maybe cloves cloves might not be the right description. It's probably more cinnamon sort of spicy. so it's herbaceous and, and spicy with a citrusness on the nose. So let's give it a taste. This whack is only slightly bitter. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily even call it bitter. There's bittering agents in it for sure, and it is an Amaro, but it is quite sweet to my palate. I also get a nice kind of caramely candy, citrusy flavor to it. Uh, It it reminds me sort of like the winter holidays of Christmas almost. It it just feels like something you would have maybe like as a mulled wine or something with kind of cloves or that level of a a, uh, kind of a spice with a citrus undertone and a sweet and you'll catch then the bit of the alcohol burn kind of is what you're left with after you've swallowed it but it's not offensive it's just you know you're drinking a 80 proof spirit so that's to be expected of course I've been using my nosing glass which is a tulip shaped glass that allows the aromas to kind of gather and save up at the top so you can really enjoy the spirit and I'm also tasting it neat at room temperature I think the overall flavor description I would give Zwack is that it's bold. It's uh, not a subtle flavor at all. It is complex, but it, it is really kind of there in your face. To be enjoyed. So on to the history, the kind of the backstory on Zwack Unicum, and it's got a good story. Unicum is the national drink of Hungary. I don't know if that's an official designation, but everything I've read and my friend John, his reaction to seeing it is true. Whether or not it's official, it is the national drink of Hungary. It's on everybody's shelf, uh, available everywhere. Everybody drinks it all the time, apparently. Zwak is simply the family name of the inventors and the producers, and for export in the, the non-Hungarian market, Unicum is sold as Zwak. Unicum, or just simply Zwak, but in Hungary it's labeled and sold as Unicum. The Unicum I'm drinking now, made by Zwack, is different in the U.S. than Unicum made by Zwack that I would be drinking in Hungary, and the difference is that what they sell in the export market is known as Unicum Next in Hungary and throughout Europe, which this is apparently a lighter version of Unicum that has more of a citrus note and some of the bitterness backed off, so I would like to try the Hungarian original version at some point, but it is not available for sale here in the United States. Right on the bottle it states since 1790. It's molded into the glass and on the front of the label, so that makes Unicum, 230 years old. However, the zwack I'm drinking now, even if it was not the unicum next, but the original Hungarian version, differs in the bottle now than what was first created in 1790. It's always been a secret recipe of herbs and spices, but there's been variability in the production, and commercial production didn't even begin for about 50 years after it was invented in 1790. But, Way back in 1790, the king of Hungary reportedly had a bout of indigestion, and his royal physician at the time was a Dr. Zwack. So Dr. Zwack concocted an herbal liqueur as a remedy, serve as a digestive, or settle his stomach. The king, upon drinking it, exclaimed, Dr. Zwack, das ist ein Unicum," or in English, Dr. Zwack, this is unique. Unicum translates in English to be a unique example or specimen, something that's the sole example of its kind, so the king's proclamation gave Unicum its name. But since its invention in 1790, up until about 1840, it was mostly a one-off production. There was no commercial production, and Dr. Zwack doesn't seem to have pursued it as a product to manufacture and sell. It was the descendant of Dr. Zwak, uh, Joseph Zwak, that in 1840 founded the Zwak Company with the purpose of distilling liqueurs, and Unicum was the flagship product. And in 1883, the Hungarian trademark for the liqueur under the name Unicum was registered, and by the 1890s, the Zwak Distillery was producing upwards of 200 different distilled spirits of all different types, but Unicum remained the flagship product. With the distillery's growth and expansion, by 1892, the company had to build a larger distillery on the banks of the Danube in Budapest, uh, which remains the world headquarters of Zwack to the present day. Just a few years after the new distillery was built, in 1895, the Zwack company received the prestigious title of Soul Purveyors to the Imperial and Royal Court of Emperor Franz Joseph this kind of royal connection the zwack company played up quite well and they seemed to understand branding before it was a kind of a well-practiced discipline Zwack definitely played up Unicum's ties to the royal court. There's large murals painted of a king with Unicum on large walls in Budapest at the distillery. You can find them online. It's kind of a motif that they used to great effect. And in the late 1800s and early 1900s, Zwack heavily promoted the medicinal properties of the elixir, which was known as Unicum. In fact, starting in 1899, with a large donation to the pension fund of the Red Cross, Zwack obtained permission to use the Red Cross, so the red plus sign essentially, on their bottles, and it was in a white field. Early advertisements feature the Red Cross bottle design along with nurses tending to patients. The most famous piece of advertising, though, is a 1909 poster featuring a drowning man who sees a bottle of Unicum floating before him and is saved. The company purportedly still receives submissions from fans throughout the world seeking to recreate this poster, though it said at the time that the poster was created, there was a contest held in Budapest to find the ugliest man as the model. And when I look at this poster, the, the gentleman painted here, because of course in 1909 it was painted, He doesn't look all that ugly, but the thought that people are recreating this poster and the guy in it is meant to be the ugliest man, it strikes me as quite funny. And I am almost certain I bet you can buy this poster emblazoned on a t-shirt in Budapest. It's probably for sale in the gift shop at the Zwack Distillery, I would assume but in 1922 the license to use the red cross on the bottle expired and apparently rather than making another large donation to the red cross, Zwack simply switched to a gold cross on a field of red that remains on the bottles to this day. Zwack has always been a family run company and to this day only a few Zwack members of the family know the full recipe for making unicum and the specific proportions of the herbs and spices that go into the liqueur so it makes sense though that in the 1930s the company was run by this whack brothers bella and janos i may be pronouncing janos incorrectly please correct me if you speak hungarian and know how this uh, name should be pronounced but bella and janos famously disagreed on most everything The Worldwide Depression, coupled with Prohibition in the United States, really put a damper on Zwax sales. They were not just producing Unicum, they had a whole range of distilled spirits at this time, so the early 1930s were kind of tough times for the company, but... Zwack pivoted and they actually began producing neon advertisements for Unicum and other goods such as light bulbs for the domestic Hungarian market. So that seems like quite a shift from distilled spirits to light bulbs and neon, but that was something that they did to make up for the shortfall in alcohol sales. On the heels of the 1930s, the Second World War ravaged Europe and was devastating for Hungary in particular. Budapest was bombed relentlessly and the distillery was completely destroyed. But by 1945, the Zwak family began to rebuild and had restored their distillery to the pre-war status by 1948. As fate would have it, this was just in time for the newly established communist regime to confiscate the operation without compensation. Communism caused most of the Zwack family to flee Hungary, with Janos heading to the U.S. with the original recipe for Unicum hidden in his breast pocket. His brother Bella remained and was forced to keep the distillery running by the new communist government. However, it's noted that Bella used an inferior recipe that he gave to the communists, so the Unicum that was produced under the communist regime was inferior to the true Unicum. And in the mid 1950s, Bella also escaped Hungary. He settled in Italy where he began producing Unicum presumably with a more correct recipe. And the nice thing about Italy, it's a an amaro loving nation so a bitter liqueur definitely found welcoming audience in his new country. The communist government continued to run this whack distillery, which they had confiscated and were producing distilled spirits that they exported throughout the world, including the United States. They had a number of products that they were exporting to the US. And in 1958, Brother Janos, who had left Hungary at the kind of the beginning of the communist regime, he was living in New York at the time and had been working for some US distilled spirits companies. He actually Sued the US importers of the communist produced ZWAC products, and he won an injunction in court, causing permanent stop to sales of Unicum in the West. Skip ahead another decade into the 1970s, and the son of brother Bella, who had moved to Italy, or rather escaped to Italy from Hungary, his son, his eldest son Peter, had been smuggled out of Hungary at the advent of communism, so pretty much around the time that Janos fled to the US, Bella's youngest son Peter uh, was smuggled out of Hungary. But in the 1970s, Peter returned to Europe and worked in Italy to, follow-up on the production and marketing of Unicom that was being produced in Italy. In the late 1980s, as communism was waning, Peter returned to Hungary with the determination to kind of reclaim his family heritage. He was quoting as saying that there was kind of this, this grand uh, tragedy that had occurred when the communist government confiscated his family's distillery and ended up producing an inferior product. So in 1988, Peter Zwack entered into a joint venture with the state-run distillery, along with his partner Emil Underberg of the famed German spirits brand Underberg. I'm definitely going to be featuring Underberg on a future episode because it is a wonderful Amaro in its own right. By the summer of 1990, the original recipe for Unicum was back in production in Hungary. It had been 40 years, about, since uh, the true original Unicum was produced in Hungary. And in 1992, Peter Zwack and his partner Emil Underberg were able to buy the state out completely and privatize Zwack once again. Privatization, however, didn't last very long because in 1993, Zwak Unicum company went public on the Budapest Stock Exchange. Around the same time, 26% of the company was sold to a firm that later became part of what is now Diageo. Diageo, of course, is a global leader in brewed and distilled spirits worldwide with famous brands too many to list. So, Peter Zwack reclaimed the family distillery, sort of the family business, and he ended up handing the reins over to his children, Sandor and Isabella, and they now run the company. It was in 2004 that they led the introduction of Unicum Next, which is sold as Zwak Unicum here in the United States. That's what I've been drinking during this episode. Unicum Next is said to be made in the same manner as the original Unicum, but they've kind of dialed back the bitter herbs and added in more citrus flavors. It apparently makes it easier to drink than the original. And I'm going to have to get my hands on some Hungarian true Unicum because Mark Marketing messages and things I've read on the internet say that Unicum is kind of bracingly bitter. The first time you try it, you're not going to like it, and they basically tell you, you know, the second drink is the good drink, and then it becomes addicting, and you're really just going to enjoy it, but you will not like it the first few times that you drink it. So you just got to kind of push through. And I imagine that Unicum Next, so sort of this lighter, less bitter version that they export to the US, was probably the way for them to capture more market share. So, how do they make Unicum? As with every Amaro, it's a secret family recipe. And when I mean family, it is truly family. Only a handful of Zwack family members know the precise proportions and all the ingredients that go into making Unicum. Apparently, for a sort of in case of emergency, an archbishop in Budapest also has a copy of the recipe. God forbid all this whack family members die of some terrible tragedy. Unicum would survive if this archbishop revealed the recipe. But because it's a bitter liqueur, there's no rules as far as how it needs to be made. And that's one of the reasons I love Amaro. There's just kind of no rules. It's just sort of whatever tastes good. What we do know about how Unicum is made is it's a macerated blend of some herbs and spices that they macerate for about 30 days in water while another part is distilled. Then these two components, the sort of the macerated and distilled parts, are blended and aged in oak casks for six months. The production process has remained largely unchanged for the last 200 or so years, basically, since these whack distillery was commercialized. The company says that distillation gives whack its aroma and bitterness, while the brief aging mellows it out and adds kind of body. It probably adds some color to it as well, but only six months in oak likely doesn't color much. After the brief maturation period, it's bottled and presumably blended with water to kind of get it to the correct proof, but uh, that's about it. While I've been to Europe, I've not yet had the opportunity to visit Hungary or Budapest, and so I've never visited the ZWAC Distillery. However, recently the distillery was revitalized and they created a wonderful visitor center. And the Hungarian website unicum.hu, which I'll provide a link in the show notes, has a really neat virtual tour of some of these uh, visitor centers and sort of museum places that you can view online. An interesting thing I found of note in the visitor center is that the Zwack distillery apparently has the largest collection of miniature liqueur bottles or liquor bottles in Europe with more than 17,000 pieces on display. When you visit the distillery, you can also tour the cellar where they age more than 1 million liters of unicum in more than 500 oak casks. And it appears that they simply reuse the oak cask. There's some reserve kind of special editions of Unicum that they have released where they are aging a portion of the spirit in a very old barrel that is said to have acquired sort of this thick, caramely, kind of tar-like residue on the inside from countless batches of Unicum resting and maturing in this old oak cask. But... I would love to get to Hungary someday, Budapest in particular, and definitely I will tour the Zwack distillery and I look forward to trying the original on the continent. So how do you drink Zwack Unicum? I'll tell you this, it's not meant for mixing. In Hungary, it's simply drank neat at room temperature as a shot. It's enjoyed as a digestive and aperitif. Uh, I've read that it's consumed before a meal, after a meal, during a meal. Any time is a good time for unicum in Hungary. And I'll say that pretty much any time is a good time for a Zwack Unicum. At the beginning of the episode, I mentioned that my friend John convinced me to crack open the first bottle I bought and uh, to enjoy it and share it with him. When I did so, it was kind of mid-April 2020, and the global COVID-19 pandemic was in full effect. Social distancing was new, but orders were in place, so you were supposed to keep more than six feet away from people and not be in large groups, yada, yada, yada. Hopefully the world will heal from this pandemic, but we're still in it at the time of this recording. However, when I texted a group of my friends and my friend John replied and said, oh my God, you got effing Unicum, uh it was the first opportunity that I'd actually socialized with somebody since the, the shelter in place or the stay home orders went into effect. John conveniently lives across the street from me in another apartment building. I'm in sort of a uh, upscale residential area in the core of Portland, Oregon, known as the Pearl District. So on that rather mild spring evening, I grabbed my bottle of Zwack, my glass in hand. He said he had a cup, and I headed outside. And I gotta say, I cracked open that bottle, and we drank... Half of it, better than half of it, actually. I mean, we drank a, a lot, just neat and sort of a uh, mild spring evening. Out in the street, not necessarily the street, but where we live, it's cars are infrequent. And especially when everybody was under sort of stay at home orders, there was nobody out. So we just essentially stood out in front of his apartment building, just BSing about whatever, uh, catching up on the goings on and drinking a healthy portion of Swack Unicum. And after that evening, I think I had finished the bottle myself within about two days. It was quite good. And I will fully admit that while I've been recording this episode, I am on my fourth pour, maybe my fifth pour (laughs) of Unicum. This is amazingly good. And so maybe the marketing is correct that you might not like it when you first try it, but you're going to get addicted as you go. So what do I think of Zwack Unicum? It is delightful. Buy a bottle. It's 20 bucks where I live, so it's not much more wherever you are, I am sure. Just pour it neat and, and give it a try. It is very good. And that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor in the Core Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on in the connoisseur.com. You can also find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. The show is also on social media. I post most of my photos on Facebook and Instagram, so follow me there. Also, leave me feedback. Is there a liquor or liqueur that you would really like me to feature that you love or that you hate? Let me know. And if I have butchered your native language, I only think I mispronounced some Hungarian or German a couple times, but please correct me. But with that, thank you for listening.